Hey everybody, welcome to joining in today's episode. Today we have Ramon Alquesa, aka NTTR.exe, on today's show. So my name is Isaac Hernandez, I'm your host for the El Paso Creators Podcast Show. Um, this show features local artists, musicians, photographers, um, pretty much anyone in the creative industry. We're going to be airing this live every Thursday um, at 7 p.m. Any local creative is um, able to participate in this. Uh, just send us a message on Instagram if you guys want to um, be a part of the show. And um, we're streaming this through YouTube, Zoom. Check out the links in our bio. Share it with your friends. So with us today, we have Ramon Arquesa, a.k.a. NTTR.exe. That's a little complicated for me to say for a little bit, but um, I'll get oh, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I of heard course. you about your, your latest release, The Color Tapes, man. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so The Color Tapes Volume 1 uh, is my first uh, EP, my first mixtape that I released out to the world. Uh, in this music industry so um basically what this like whole project is about you know before we get into any tracks and stuff uh like if you notice if you look by like the track lists and stuff uh you can see that uh each song is associated with like a single color you Mm -hmm. know except for the last song it's like that's because that's a, a bonus track for that yeah uh but like each song has its own color and stuff and just I guess my thought process is like how do I feel about this color and how what like emotions or memories brings into this color um so yeah it's basically what the the color tapes uh series is gonna be yes it's this is yeah. a series this well, is the first out of uh in your album it comes out of just the color that you feel at the moment yeah at the moment or like I guess uh, like I look at a color and I just just, I guess, feel what I'm writing about, like, that color, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, what kind of, like, emotions it, uh, like, invokes within me. Right, and so what, how would you describe the music you create? You know, what is your music about? Honestly, I'm just doing, like, this music, just, like, how, like, just, like, a different sound, uh, and it just uses, like, different sounds in a way it's, like, never been used before. Like, if you listen to my sound and, like, just, like, look at, like, other artists' right. sounds, like, it'll just, I don't know, just has, like, a weird uh, dissonance feeling, like, like, it's not even, now, like, out of this world, you know? You know what I mean? And so, uh, with everything going on, you know, the whole COVID situation, not being able to perform live in front of the audience, how are you adjusting to that? Oh, well, basically, just every, just running things through, like, the internet and stuff like that. Uh, I guess that incorporates into like my, my stage name as well. Like uh, the EXE part is, you know, like how like computers run things through like programs called EXEs and stuff. Yeah. So basically I just kind of want to like incorporated that uh, into like my screen name. So like, you know, I'm like an internet like entity in a way. Right. And so you know what, what I mean? If you don't mind me asking, what does NTTR.EXE stand for? Uh, originally, I wanted to be like I want to call myself Nectar, like uh, like like honey and stuff like that. Yeah. But I just I didn't like it didn't really suck with me that well. So I I just trying to find ways to like incorporate that, but put it in a way that's different. So with NCTR, uh, there's uh, I just took out the vowels from Nectar. And yes. with like the consonants and stuff, it just left with NCTR. And I was like, wow, that sounds really cool. 
<laughs> it sounds like an acronym for something, but uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm yeah. NCTR. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't have a, I didn't have like any like, like I wasn't thinking about like what kind of like acronym acronym can stand out for that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Maybe along the way, like as like I build like a more bigger fan base, they can like um, try to figure out that themselves and it would probably be like a cool thing i don't know <laughs> yeah, and, and so talking about a fan base you know a kind of interesting question the more exciting question that i have for you is you know if you could open up for anybody in the world mm. literally anybody you want who would you oh, open up for dude wow i don't even know there's so many good artists that i really look up to and uh just really love but think the one that inspired me the most and I would definitely open up to is probably a Tyler the Creator's music. Tyler the Creator, why is that? Yeah, Tyler the Creator. He's just like, in a way, he's just so different from like other rappers and stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, like how he started out, he was just like so like angry and moody and edgy. Uh, like it showed in his music, but I guess time went on. Uh, he just began to like start finding himself and uh just trying to um figure out who he is and just building off of uh, about that too so like his latest stuff is like really good and uh what uh his like most like kind of recent album that really inspired me the most to go on with like music and stuff is probably flower boy flower boy flower boy if you haven't if you haven't heard that you should go listen to that it's really it's a really good album it just it's like a really different contrast between how he used to be and how he is now and it's kind of like he's just starting like a, a new again and uh so basically what fireboy is it's just like um a concept album where like uh he he just like he's in the garden stuff there's like a lot of bees and stuff so like which is like you know the whole thing i go with so i'm really inspired by that album you know and so we had a question pop out right here it says where can they find your music where can they check it out Okay, so if you go on Spotify, Apple Music, and SoundCloud, you can just search up my name, nctr.exe, and I should probably show up. And it's also on YouTube, too. On YouTube as well. Cool. So yeah, all streaming services. Exe, correct? Yes, nctr.exe. So, so tell us, how did, you, how did you get started? How did you know you wanted to do music? Honestly, I've always been, like, ever since I was, as a child, I, I always wanted to like um, do music and stuff. Um, like before, like you know, when I was in uh, high school, I, I was like a completely different person. But I used to be like a rocker. I used to like like a lot of heavy music. And um, I always wanted to start bands and everything. Uh, and a lot of people weren't down with that. Like no one wanted to see like the vision with me. Uh, so I guess a few years go by, like till now is when I started to get serious about music. Cause I was like, you know, we live like, it's so like, life is so short. Like it is how, like, how can I just pass this up so easily? And I just want to leave like something down the line, you know, like yeah. hundreds of years later, that song will still be still be there somewhere even if it hasn't been listened to like by a bunch of people it's kind of like like photography in a way just, when you capture a photo it's like a memory that you took and you know it's always going to be a photo capture definitely yeah. and you know 
as you were as you were getting started as you were going along through music you know what are some kind of bumps you hit some you know mistakes that you learned from well to be honest like i'm still barely like going in this new so i haven't really been going on that far but so far i feel like you just gotta be comfortable with yourself to in order to make music because there are times where you're just like insecure and you don't want to like release your music to the world because you feel like your voice is kind of weird or like the way you you did the instruments was kind of weird but then i don't know like just trying to be comfortable with yourself is i guess a really big obstacle uh when, when people start barely starting out and stuff yeah and so um i'm looking through the comment section here so your spotify is nctr.exe correct as well yes yeah awesome mm -hmm. So, um, you know, as you were going through making your music, um, what is your, what is your creative process like? You know, um, where do, where do your ideas for your lyrics come from? You know, how do you write? So, okay, let's go into like each individual track now. Awesome. So, um, we'll begin with the, the first song, Beehive Drive, right. Yellow. So, so as I was, uh, going through this song, I just, you know, this whole bee aesthetic and this thing, I've always had this melody. Uh, the hook in my mind for like a really long time and I just didn't know how to incorporate that until I finally got this uh, this program this music program called Ableton which yeah. is I use to like produce all my stuff and make it so once I did that this like this was like the first song I ever made on on Ableton and I just I was just like all right let's make a song about a, a bee <laughs> yeah about being a bee Cause like uh, with the yellow, I you know with the the color yellow, I think about bees and like nature and all, all that stuff, like happy thoughts and just I don't know, just being um, just open with yourself. Uh, that's what I feel when I see the color yellow. So with that, um, so with this bee thing, I want to like you know like there's a phrase called busy bees. Yeah. Uh, you know. I yeah. kind of wanted to associate that with like people who like work hard and just um, try to do the most for like what they want to do. And that's why I kind of relate the B thing with, uh, with hardworking people. There's a line in there where I say like, shout out to our workers because they're the busiest bees. Yeah. And I get, yeah, it's like, this is probably just like a song for people who, you know, who grind and just want to make something out of themselves. Yeah, and so any role models that you have, you know, that you you kind of see as inspiration? Role models? Um, I don't know. I have, like, a lot of role models right now. Um, right now, like, there's this, like, little group called Brockhampton. I don't know if you haven't, if you haven't heard of them. But they're, like, this, like, uh, hip-hop group uh, boy band, in a way, because they're all, they're all boys. Uh, mm -hmm. They, they like their first stuff they came out with, they made three albums in like a one year. And they're just like, they really, they really work hard and stuff too. So that's, I guess it kind of like inspired me to just keep doing stuff like on my own, you know, despite what anyone says and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like they work hard. They just pay like, like a bunch of videos, like all DIY style, like before they even uh, got signed to a label or anything, yeah. they already had like a brand, like a whole, like, uh, like an iconic sound and just 
a whole thing. And that's just what inspires me to do things like on my own stuff too. Yeah. And so, so we want to listen to some of your songs right now. Um, which one would you want mm-hmm. to play? And then maybe we could explain it afterwards why you wrote that song. Um, okay. Meaning behind it. So, okay. So after that, it's, um, after that, after Beehive Drive, it's, uh, it's called Violet Slave. So let's go ahead and uh, with Violet's a part of Beehive and then we'll go into Violent Slaves and then we could describe okay. So let's go ahead and play Beehive Drive right here. Yeah, so that little little thing little, you know. So explaining the song, what's the reason you made this song? Mm-hmm. So the reason why I made this song is because um, I really like, like this uh, whole uh, aesthetic and um i don't know it kind of inspires just try like inspire people who work hard to just keep pushing because you guys are like a busy bee you know (laughs) so it's basically what like yeah getting out there getting your voice heard yeah like yeah that's guys are busy bees (laughs) and so you know going making music along the way um what have you learned from it you know what are some uh yeah you really have to like learn how to like know how the system works like the music industry that's kind of vague on how they do a lot of things you know yeah um in order to like get heard uh just um a lot of people just uh a lot of people just don't know how like how ruthless and how cold these people in the music industry can be and uh, you just got to find out, like, who really likes your stuff and who doesn't. And just got to be careful and just take care of your, like, brand of yourself or else people will take advantage of that and will just um, steal it right under your nose without you knowing it. And so people who listen to, to the music, you know, what do you hope that they get out of your music? You know, the, any type of message that you try to send out? With the message, uh, I just feel like, you know, just be yourself, you know? You have nothing to hide from anybody. You just got to show the world that you're, like, awesome and that you can do it. Whatever you put your mind into, you right. can do it. Like, I used to think I couldn't – I wasn't, like, able to fit in and do this kind of music stuff. But, like, as soon as I started making this, I felt like, wow – like, I actually feel like I have potential to do this, you know? Yeah. And I just want people to, like, who listen to my stuff to start thinking that they can believe in themselves, too, to do this stuff. Yeah, and, I mean, there's a lot of people out there, you know, who they want to do things for the first time then, you know, because of. So that's the whole reason why we also started mm-hmm. show series type of podcast, um, even the page as well, is because we're trying to get people to do what they want to do, you know, um, give them inspiration, mm-hmm. the, their support, their, um, their hope. Um, we're soon going to hopefully connect with different um, music studios to do a project, um, different contests for you guys to get more. Dude, hell yeah. 
So um, with that, you know, where, where do you hope to go along the future in the, in the industry of music? Hopefully, um, I don't know. I like if I, I really do, if I do make it and stuff like that, I really want to make my own like record record label and just maybe like produce on the side too. Yeah. You know, like kind of want to show like, like, Hey, I could also make different types of music as well. And just, I don't know how people like towards their vision, like see their vision. And that'd, that'd be cool. So, um, you know, any people, mm -hmm. you know, anybody who wants to get into the music industry, um, from the experiences you've had, the, the things, uh, the mistakes you've learned from, what type of advice would you want to give them? Uh, honestly, if you want to be taken seriously, you got to really invest into uh, just sounding good, like mm -hmm. industry standard. Like if you're just going to be like recording from your like, phone and stuff, like people are not going to take your music seriously. You got to like find someone with like a studio or just um, – just invest in some equipment, just as I did too. Yeah. You know? So, what would what would you recommend people invest in? Uh, to invest in? Oh, here. Like, let me show you my setup here. Uh, this is a basic. Um, well, this like a really good microphone. It's like a, a studio quality microphone, right here. This is the Audio Technica 2020. I I think it's called that. Um, you can get it for like a hundred dollars on uh on amazon and stuff yeah. but this is like just um a, uh to, according to like the music uh industry it's just kind of like a basic mic a beginner mic uh in this sense uh this will capture like sound really fully but you need a mic stand for it because it only just comes with the mic and stuff so you gotta get a mic stand or you could just like, like, hold it up i like how you uh, have a home studio, you know, you don't need the best equipment to get started, you know, um, and that's maybe something. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, what resources did you have when you when you got started? You know, um, obviously, you need you know you didn't have the best, but how did you get creative with what you had? Uh, you know, it's basically just learning how to like mix and master all the vocals and stuff like that. Because if you're just gonna record it like that, it's not gonna sound as good. So. Um, yeah, you need to get mixing and mastering and it'll, it'll sound even better than before. Like if just, just do it like uh, all normally and just record it like that. Right. And so did uh, you ever have somebody teaching you or did you, or did you self-teach yourself? Uh, I just um, kind of looked up at YouTube uh, videos and uh, oh, also one of my friends also helped me out too. Uh, shout out to um, Adrian. You're freaking awesome, man. Uh, so yeah, he just uh, taught me how to like run this first, you know, the rest was just like, you know, learning how to do that. It's basically got me helps uh, getting started and stuff. Right. And so, um, you know, compared to, you know, anybody else, how would you different yourself from, you know, the rest of the competition out there, you know, what makes you unique, your music more unique? Uh, honestly, just the production, uh, the beats, the synthesizers, every, <laughs> pretty much just that in that area because everyone else just kind of like just does like like a basic trap uh, kind of sound. But like with me, I try to like incorporate different genres into the mix like um, rock, uh, hip hop, and uh, a little bit of pop music in there too. So you, you different. Which, uh, 
different um, genres, correct? Yeah, it's kind of like not sticking to one genre, but just having all these genres just connect into like this one uh, mega genre, like just a mixing pot, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you, well, in order to that, you just got to learn how to, you know, how music works in a way. Yeah. So then, so what was the most challenging part, you know, that you learned, that you were learning? Oh, honestly, just um, being comfortable with me, like recording my voice and stuff. Uh, it's just uh, really awkward at first, you know, because you're, you're saying things and you're trying to sing. And it's just, I don't know, for me, it was just really awkward at first. And uh, slowly and slowly, I started to feel more comfortable with it. But I still need to refined, refine it more. Just trying to find like my voice and what kind of style of rapping I do. Right. Um, yeah, that's kind of just like an obstacle for me personally. And then so so kind of top things off for a bit. Um, you know what? Compared to what you're doing now, um, what are things that you would have known when you were first getting started that you would know now? Uh, back then, I'm like I should have just been more confident in myself i should have just uh tried to push myself more than or just just don't let what like before i used to know, care like what people used to think about me right and now like i couldn't care less and now i'm doing whatever i want because i can and before like i didn't i didn't think like that i just wanted to like impress everyone i just wanted to be like accepted and be the cool kid. Yeah. But now it's just, I make my own space. <laughs> no, you not know? What, what people, you know, say is when they're judging you, you know, as well. Exactly. Uh, is there any point that, where, where that stuff kind of, kind of stepped you back a little bit or any tough decisions that you maybe had to make, you know? Yeah. There's uh, just a lot of things I had to do. I had to like sacrifice a lot of um, friendships and stuff like that for all this. You know, because I spend most of my time just uh, producing and everything. So I don't really have time for, like, anyone else, you know, except for a handful of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, if I'm not at work, like, I'm here in my home making uh, music and stuff. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so is it more hard? Have you always been doing music at your house? Uh, well, like, or is that something not you professionally. Yeah. But like it, it kind of like happened like around the same time uh this whole pandemic started mm -hmm. to be honest yeah so like you know i was at home more so i had more time to like do this you know yeah and it gives you more and more mm -hmm. to start getting things yeah. more. more inspiration so which which one of your songs would be one of the songs you you see as having a special meaning to you and why i think um pink sugar has a a lot of um meaning to me because it's about just transforming a love song into something that's different you know yeah uh so like if you look at the lyrics for peach sugar it's really you know kind of like just a generic like really pop song the lyrics lyrical stuff just saying like oh you know i love you uh your breath of fresh air uh but uh you know, I kind of give it like a little bit of self-awareness because I'm just like, I hope you don't find this cheesy. But then like when it starts towards the end, 
like the end phase, yeah. like the last minute of the song, it kind of just turns into like a deep or like a, a dark kind of isolated kind of vibe to it. And I just um, relate to the, like the audience that like the person I used to like talk about is, you know, it isn't, it isn't real. Like I've just been talking about song, like uh, this concept of love just admiredly like you know like wow like these are a bunch of like sweet lyrics like who is this person talking about but in yeah. reality it's just not it's not it's nobody <laughs> nobody is just expressing you know expressing yeah it's like expressing like expressing love about love i don't know if that makes sense but yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand you yeah and so let's flip that role a little bit then so which has been your most exciting song to write oh what exciting um it's like I like Violet Slave a lot too. It's the second track. Uh, that one is also a little bit more like down and about song. It's a mm -hmm. really like dark atmosphere. But with that, I really like the like how it came out with the melody and everything. Like it really kind of excites me because in, in that in that like last leg of the song, I just um, just go off with it with the vocals and just let out like an expression of like frustration and anger and stuff like that and i think that's what what i like most like vocally in that song and so what what, what else do you have upcoming next you know um what, what's your next well track? obviously well obviously uh the color taste volume two is you know in production now so there's no yeah. it's not it's not a secret the the sequel will be coming out it'll probably feature more songs but uh after that like after this whole uh, series, I guess, how to see how it goes, I'll probably try to make like an album, like a full-fledged yeah. album. Yeah, but that would be along the line. And I'm just trying to like just make a lot of songs along the way. Yeah. Let's just show the world that I'm me, I'm here. It's exactly. nctr.exe. Uniqueness, you know, you know mm -hmm. everybody has their own story to tell. So that's what I feel is more more interesting about music too is that you're able to just tell your story you know through lyrics through music through anything exactly and it's just <laughs> excited pretty excited for the future now I have a lot of more announcements coming soon that i can't talk about here so you <laughs> may just watch out for that <laughs> of course and so um another song that you maybe have might have been one of your hardest songs to write maybe one of the ones you you almost gave up on and you know you did it and it ended up being a, a good thing that you didn't give up on it oh okay so uh that the last song uh claws v2 that song is um i was very iffy about putting this song on the album because like it was, it's just an instrumental you know what i mean and uh it's a it's a remix of um of uh charlie xcx uh the, the the song is called claws um I, I was debating back and forth whether or not to put this on there. But then I just decided to, like, you know, I guess give the project a little bit more meat to it, just add another song, you know. Um, and that song is, like, honestly pretty pretty hard for me, too, because, uh, like, just experimenting with a lot of effects and stuff and trying to make it sound, like, better mm -hmm. in a way because it kind of, like, sounds flat when I – haven't mixed and mastered it but in the end result i really liked how it came out at the end it right. sounded pretty good 
that's the cool thing about music too you know is that you just get to experiment with every song that you make you know like whatever you exactly you know you get to experiment to do this in this song you know and i feel like that's what also makes Mm -hmm. kind of music artists unique is that you know each one has their own style each one has their own things that they tried out you know besides having their own story of course yeah that's how how, that's just how um i take music i just make it into like an experiment of sorts you know like i guess not not sticking with like a formula or anything let's just go in and try to make just try to make new things if it sounds bad then oh well we could just experiment with this other sound you know what i mean and i just how that's how like i tend to make songs yeah do some when you experiment new things you know at least for me at least you know you at least tried it you know you at least tried to do it and you know yeah never know something different well you know like might as well just try it Mm -hmm. definitely for sure and so um you know going back to any of your your songs that you wrote um which one did you ever have to maybe let go of a song that you wanted to let go for and maybe sacrifice the song or Oh uh, yeah, I was honestly gonna add another song. Uh, um, it was gonna be related to something with blue, but mm-hmm. then I, I don't know. I, I was cutting it too close to release, and um, I just couldn't get it like finished in the time, you know. Yeah. And I felt like I should just leave it, and it'll probably come out in you know volume two. I'm still debating whether or not to, but uh, if I do, it'll it'll be up on there. Yeah, so, so I guess like another color that'll be featured on the next volume will be blue. There right, you go. So you're gonna have each like album dedicated to a color. Yeah, well, like a like different kinds of colors. Like with this one, I basically the main colors are uh, pink, uh, violet, and uh, yellow. So just three colors there. Yeah, so I'm looking at I'm looking at your tracks. You also have a bonus track here called Claws Volume Two. What is that about? Yeah, that's the, that that was the one uh, I was talking about. The one that was like really hard for me to like, oh, okay. um, to get into. But yeah, it's uh, I like how it came out though. It came out like really, I don't know, glitchy and uh, just uh, EDM stuff. <laughs> yeah, and so um, you know, before we let you go, um, you know. Let the let the listeners listening right now on the podcast, um, people watching live, you know, where can they where can they find you again? You know, where can they listen to you? Where can they see? Yo, okay. So, you know, you can find me anywhere. Uh so I'm on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, I have a YouTube channel, and uh just we just literally have to search nctr.exe. Um, and you'll probably uh, like find me, you know, scrolling down a little bit, but, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's the brand, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so again, man, I want to thank you for being a part of the show, you know, um, you know, taking the time Thanks, out man. to be a part of the podcast, being a part of the show. Um, so for everyone watching right now, um, go ahead and follow us, you know, show some love on our page, show some love on, um, Ramon's page. You know, what we do is, um, we want to spread more of the, the word out here for the community, you know, spread all the artists, the musicians, um, painters, local photographers, filmmakers. Um, so we'll be having these shows every Thursday at seven. And um, also the next event that we're having out um, for anybody listening is going to be a modeling event. So if you guys want to get into modeling, you know, we're having a modeling event with Regaza Bazaar. Um, it's called the Evolve Modeling Workshop. 
and also tomorrow. So tomorrow we have a big news interview coming out on KTSM Channel 9. So if you guys want to tune into that, um, hopefully, you know, if we land a little bit more with them, we could even have live performers perform and you could be a guest on that. So um, Ramon, again, I thank you for joining us. And um, Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, of course. And is there anything else that you want to talk about before we let you go as well? Um, no, nah, just uh, hopefully you get to hear more of my stuff as I go on and uh, just uh, stay positive, stay hydrated, and uh, everyone's an awesome bee. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Ramon. Well, I thank you so much for um, taking the time out of your day and um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode.